Welcome back, y'all, to episode 118 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so getting into the show, I have actually a new kind of soundboard, so I will be experimenting it with this show and we do have a live audience thank you thank you um and kind of getting into it so the twitter file so i wanted to go over this story because it's one that's pretty interesting as well as it's also really engaging about how information is currently being released in this day and age and how ceos and journalists are playing a part to impact and identify and potentially keep um keep the first amendment rolling here we are so if the date was yesterday so we have december 2nd 2022 which is a friday elon musk initiates a tweet saying it's going to be awesome indicating that he was going to release information that relied that re, that related to hunter biden's laptop during um december 2020 actually i think it was around night January 2020, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter, geez Louise, Hunter Biden's laptop became a mainstream story indicating that there was pornography information on it, as well as different aspects of funding. Um, I think that they found a lot of information within that laptop other than pornography. Somehow it was at a mechanic shop and the New York Times kind of broke the story open. And as a result of breaking the story open, you know, Twitter was kind of took care of it, took it and indicated that it was hacked material. So as a result of it being hacked materials in the New York Times posting it, Twitter then kind of banned the New York Times from their account for two weeks as a result of this story. So kind of shutting it off at the pass and isolating it. And we just have to give a quick boo the kind of Twitter coming in here and doing this because you know it's really kind of interesting how this whole story plays out as well as the purchase of Twitter if Elon Musk had not purchased Twitter we wouldn't even be talking about this and it really goes to show um, manipulation of information so what happened so Elon Musk like I said yesterday implemented Twitter saying that we were going to get information that related to the Hunter Biden story okay so Matt Taibbi, who is an independent journalist who works for the journalist organization, um, works for Substack. Um, Substack is something you can pay for. A lot of people do it. Independent journalists are on it now. And really, you know, it's kind of getting to a point where Substack is journalists that people can know and trust more so than what's going on kind of with the mainstream media. So as it relates, Matt Taibbi released around 30 tweets in succession yesterday. Each one of these tweets were kind of indicating and articulating what happened with um, the Hunter Biden story and how Twitter kind of deemed it, how it categorized it, and how it kind of stopped it from blowing up and how it stopped other people from blowing it up. Um, And within these 30 tweets, you're kind of looking at an overview of three things. First is the categorization of the story. Um, Second is how they implemented it. And third was the internal conversations going on at Twitter. 
So there was internal emails leaked indicating that there was conversations happening where people did not feel like it was the right argument and other other sides saying, hey, you know, this it is what it is. So originally what happened is Jack Dorsey did not know this was going on. So what the internal people at Twitter and like Vijaya Gadi, who was the lawyer and kind of in charge of the ethics community, uh, has since been fired from Elon Musk. She kind of spearheaded this whole interaction with the Hunter laptop with the Hunter laptop story. So the first is it was categorized as hack material. So if it was shared, people would be banned and stopped. And Twitter implemented it and they flagged it and they flagged it with the same protocol that they use whenever they're trying to identify Chinese porn online. So that's kind of a little bit awkward if you ask me, because you're taking a story, you're taking something like channels, China, Chinese, Chinese. Oh man, I need to just go ahead and just end it. But anyways, so you're taking this story. Okay. You're taking the same tools used to stop child pornography on Twitter and you're implementing it and you're using it to stop the Hunter Biden story. Okay, let's think about this. You know this story is real. The New York Times broke it. Bajadi, who is a lawyer, and she had deemed to have some level of ethics is kind of indicating what happens with this story to stop it. Okay, Jack Dorsey had no clue it was happening in a commission meeting, commission in a judicial legislation meeting on the hill he indicated that that they should have let it air but Fajadi stopped it from airing and then she implemented this whole hack materials as a result of the hack materials they then categorized it as China child pornography okay I mean I mean what is going on so the story's real okay and as a result of Twitter doing this it really did stop it I remember when this story came out and how it was muffled because of the fact that it was considered hacked materials, you know, and they kind of were, they really shaped the outcome of the story. And it's like, I really cannot believe it. But in these multiple Twitters that you have online, Matt Taibbi indicates that, you know, the, that what was happening on Twitter is the Twitter parties were communicating with the Democrats. They were communicating with Joe Biden's party and Joe Biden's party in itself was also indicating tweets that they needed to be taken down. So there is this multi, there was this two road, two road way of communication, you know, kind of facilitating what was happening with these tweet Twitters and these fizzles. So, you know, I just, I really can't even begin to put it into words. It's like, I don't know, like I'm, I forget which Batman it was. But it was the Batman where you had the Joker as Jim Carrey and Two-Faced as um, and Two-Faced as Tommy Lee Jones. And they had this weird suction thing in that they're able to implement and take information from people's houses. And that's how they kind of started to manipulate different narratives within Gotham City. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of where we're at. You know, we have these characters kind of controlling this stream of information or river, if you will, and indicating and dictating a story that could have really shaped the election had this, had the Hunter Biden story came out. Now, the reason why it's interesting and the reason also too is like, what you have to understand about Twitter 
is in a lot of ways it's not a common day thing that people use. I mean, they use it, but it's really, really something that news outlets use to break stories. So if you're following a story, if you're tracking trends, if you're looking at information, Twitter is going to be the the site for these organizations. You know, you don't ever see people like breaking stories on Facebook. They're breaking stories on Twitter. For example, Matt Taibbi creating these 30 tweets called the Twitter files, alluding to what happened. And, you know, Elon Musk's justification for it is really indicating that, hey, this needed to be shared. It needed to be articulated. And for that, we can give Elon Musk some applause. Man, I'm loving this new soundboard. It's kind of cheesy, but it's pretty cool. Anyway, so we're kind of finding like this new form of what's going on. So then you have these multiple layers and it's like, you know, if there's proof that the Biden administration was was taking this story and trying to muffle it from the media, talking to Pajida through Twitter, I mean, what is going to be the outcome? Where's the accountability? And in some instances, what they're saying is that, you know, the Democratic and the Republican Party have the same access to Twitter. But the flip side is that the majority of Twitter's employees are in fact Democrats, so there's more higher communication between both parties. So, you know, it's like we know now that information was manipulated from one party to stifle a story for a potential president candidate, okay? So much so that one person at Twitter had enough power to manipulate and stop this story. So what does that tell us? It tells us that Twitter in its form, if controlled by one person, can be very, very strong and disrupt the trajectory of a political candidate. So, you know, we all want to praise Elon Musk, which I just did with my applause, but it also puts into the conversation, is it too much power for one man to yield or one woman? Bajaya had this situation where she took it and there's multiple instances where this happened. And she actually went on the Joe Rogan show with Tim Pool, Jack Dorsey, Joe Rogan. And Tim Pool was having these conversations, articulating his thoughts about how, you know, this isn't ethical what they're doing. And she literally lied directly to his face on one of the biggest podcasts in the world. So we know that that's possible. Now, what are we starting to see from Elon Musk? You know, I'm not trying to say anything negative about it, but there's indicators of action, things that people do. You know, um, Elon Musk has banned Kanye West, or I shouldn't say banned, but taken him and stopped him from tweeting because he appeared on InfoWars with uh, on InfoWars with Alex Jones. So it's you know, and he banned him for his anti-Semitic rhetoric. Then he still has banned Alex Jones. So we do have an indication where we have one person at the helm at Twitter indicating what they think is right and wrong. So it's like, how do we feel about this? I mean, this is a situation where one person has a lot of lot of sway at Twitter. And we saw what happened in the past, even though, you know, sometimes Jack Dorsey wasn't aware in Fajadi with her whole, you know, her whole crew and everything that they were doing there to stifle the flow of information to help one party. You know, it goes to show, it's like, is, is this really the lesser of two evils? Um, is Elon Musk like someone who can really take the helm? I think, if anything, you know, 
I think it's a red. I think there's some red flags being created, and we do have a situation where Elon Musk thinks he's holier than thou. He's better than the last regime, and he thinks he's better than the last regime by releasing this. But he had Matt Taibbi do it, so I think it goes to show that you know he is doing things that he thinks is better, and he's trying to indicate who should not be on Twitter yet. Give his counts to other people. So it's like you're either yay or nay. You know, I think that. I did one podcast that indicated that BlackRock was actually also one of the large, our larger investors to at Twitter. There's multiple investment groups there. It's not just Elon Musk. So, you know, with what he's trying to do to turn it around, you know, there's a lot of talk that he wants to implement Twitter in the United States, like China uses Weixing or WeChat for your your one-stop shop, talk to text, information streaming. I think that there's some potential there. You know, but it's like what when we look at Elon Musk, we're like, you know, how much power can one person have? He's gonna have a point where he's gonna put a computer chip in your head, fly you to Mars, and you're gonna drive his electric car, all while you're on Twitter on his social media app. You know, potentially there's talk about him even creating his own phone. You know, because the you know Apple doesn't want to hold. Apple may not hold the Twitter app or. Or Google may not hold the Twitter app, so it's going to force Elon Musk to 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 create his own phone and potentially use a Starlink system. So now you have a whole system of potentially a whole planet in the direction of Elon Musk. I mean, it's like you know what what are we what's going on here, <laughs> you know? And I think that this just is one more thing that Elon Musk is going to have more power over, and we really don't know what his moral compass is. We know that you know he believes in free speech,、um, but this man potentially has more power than most politicians. You know, I'm not. You know, and he's he's here releasing information from the president, a potential presidential cover-up. Okay, I mean, for me, like when I think about it, I'm like, that's a lot of power for one person. It's a lot of power for one person to wield, and you know, I think. My my message with this is just be be mindful of of how he's shaping things because now Elon Musk has the power to shape our next fifteen to twenty thirty years you know and imagine if he starts sending people to Mars I mean we're we're dealing with like a whole different person and we look at all of his multiple entities and everything that he's created even going into PayPal so. You know, I just kind of wanted to articulate that in my thoughts. Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll go ahead and talk to you tomorrow.